warning. This podcast is about to open the sealed section of spirituality. Hey you. Yeah, you. We see you, you divine human being. And we are calling you to come home. We are ready to talk about the real shit. We're going to get real about life as a divine human being. The good, the not so great, spirituality and taboo. Divinely Human is the podcast that's all about what it means to be human in a spiritual context. We know it's not just about being spiritual, it's about being human too. And that means changing poopy nappies and channeling angels. Sometimes even at the same time. It's time for us to stop making other people's noise our own soundtrack of life. Let's make some waves together so that we can all ride them together and create deep resonance, a sense of home in this crazy world. Pour yourself a coffee or a glass of wine if that's your potion. And sit down with your new favorite spiritual sisters as we go on a journey together into what it means to be a divine human being on this spiritual journey. Hi, and welcome to episode 32 of the Divinely Human podcast. My name is Tanita. And I am Alicia. And we are your hosts for the show. And we thought we would talk about something that was submitted by a community member. Actually, it was our first voice recorded message that we got delivered into Anchor, which is where we produce our podcast. And it was so beautiful to hear you know, the voices that are listening to this. And it was just so awesome to be able to, I don't know, just like see another side because we see the analytics, right? And we, we get messages here and there, but it was so beautiful to be able to hear somebody's voice. It just like warmed my heart so much. Um, so if you guys have a message that you want to share with us or, you know, something that you would love to hear about on this podcast, please go and use that voice message. Um, option that we have available. It'll be down in the link below, but we're going to talk a little bit about trusting the guidance that you receive. And this is a really big topic that both Leash and I, I would say are still learning, but do have a lot of background and quite a bit of understanding with, because we, uh, we talked about this a little bit last year, actually, just the fact that we would love to share more about this particular topic, because what we're seeing is so much reliance on readers and intuitive guides and signs and messages. And it actually takes us away from building that trust and building that self-worth and self-knowledge within ourselves. So I think it's beautifully aligned that this topic comes up because we really did want to talk about it. And we were actually seeing a little bit of a I almost want to say problem within the spiritual community. It kind of became just this place where nobody could trust themselves and we were constantly relying on other people. So I'm excited to talk about this today. Yeah, I think that it is it it is a big problem within the spiritual community. And it, as you said, it is something that we have seen over the last few years that has been quite damaging as well, where people are kind of, before they're even sitting to check in with themselves, they're running out and asking other people, you know, advice and guidance, which is fine. But I do believe that we should all, and we all have the right, it's like a birthright to be able to have the knowledge and, you know, attain the techniques and practices um, that there are to be able to check in and to be able to receive our own answers. And I think that 
before we dive into it, I just need to say that there is a huge problem with people not providing that value to people, that training to people and that support to people and consistently asking people just to come to them for answers. So I'm glad that we get to do this together and we get to come in and kind of, I guess, gift this to people because I know that we're both so passionate about people doing this for themselves. So it's, it's honestly a pleasure to be here. Yes, I agree. And you hit the nail on the head there. I think, I think there's nothing wrong with seeking, I mean, confirmation and validation are very different. I think seeking confirmation from other people is so amazing and it's something that can be so incredibly valuable, but I think seeking validation, which is where you're trying to fill a hole where there's nothing originally there. Whereas confirmation is like, I believe I should go down this path and I want to get somebody's opinion that I really appreciate. But even if they tell me that I'm not supposed to do that, I'm still going to have the final say in, in which way I go or whatever it was that intuitive guidance came through. So I think there's a, a big mix and it is really sad, but again, I believe that getting confirmation from the people that we really respect and people that we have in our corner and people in this community is so incredibly valuable and that shouldn't be taken away your gifts. If you are somebody who is a reader and you're listening to this and you're like, Oh shit, well, like, how can I, how can I not be that, um, you know, that person who takes away people's choices and how do I not get people to be in codependent relationships with me, especially my clients. Then I think it's really important to share practices and tools that help them build that strength within themselves, because we all have gifts. We all have connection to the divine, to our spirit guides and to, you know, consciousness that's trying to help us live our best life. And I think sharing certain tools and practices can really build that just knowledge base in your community as well. Um, so I never want to, you know, make anybody feel like, oh, well, I can't, can't do this anymore. But at the same time, it's like, I think it's time we stop, stop taking the pick, stop taking the power out of, you know, people's hands. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It is time and it's time for everyone to tap into those gifts. So I think the, yeah, the most important thing is to recognize that you're not going to receive in the exact same way as everybody else. I think that there's this perception that we should all be able to hear things or all see things or all feel things, um, or just, you know, you know, dream, you know, and receive guidance in dreams and stuff like that. I think it's really important to know that, especially if you're, you know, new at diving into this sort of thing and receiving and opening up to this energy, it's really important to know that you are going to be doing this in your own way. So your journey with this is not going to look anything like the, uh, you know, someone else's journey. So I just wanted to preface this before we kind of take a deep dive into this to say that this is just, uh, Tanita and I's, you know, point of view. Um, and this is, I guess, how we experience it. And if it can help people, then it, then what, you know, that's all we want, but also take this with a grain of salt and know that you may not, you know, 
experience the same things uh, that both of us experience or everyone else, you know, in, in this community as well. So like be kind to yourself. <laughs> and I can say as well that I, I'm still opening up new avenues when it comes to how I'm receiving. I didn't start off being able to receive in every single way. Right. I, for me personally, I started off with, um, just feeling the answer and kind of thinking that that was just my logical brain coming in, trying to direct me when really that was, you know, my guides working through me and implanting those sorts of feelings and those urges within me and also my higher self coming through and wanting to guide me as well. So yeah, I'm really interested to know how you started off and like, what was the first, uh, I guess, way that you started to receive? Like, how did you first start to tap into that? I love this because you're so right. We all start one. We all start at different points and that means our journey looks so, so different. I actually, before I share how I started, I was watching TikTok the other day and there was this girl who realized that she cannot visualize and it's actually like a thing. Um, it's only been discovered recently in like the past decade where people don't have that capability to actually imagine or envision more so things. So they can't picture what they had for dinner last night. They get the idea of what they had for dinner, but they can't actually see it in their mind. And I thought this was really powerful because there's so many of us who are like, oh, just visualize, right? And if you have this this thing where you can't actually see that. I don't want you to feel bad about, about what you can and you can't access at this point in time or how you do receive. So I thought that was really powerful because people in the comment section were like, Oh my gosh, this is giving me so much relief because I thought there was like something wrong with me or I couldn't do something. But I actually started by having prophetic dreams. When I was younger, I was somebody who was very, shut down emotionally because I had to be, I wasn't really able to express myself. So I felt like a lot of the things spiritual wise came through in dreams and it used to really freak me out. Um, if I'm being totally honest and I used to see spirit when I was younger, which also used to freak me out. So yeah, I, I began by, by seeing, I guess, which is interesting because you began by feeling yeah and it just goes to show how different it can be for people and where that starting point is and i always see like i i envision it as this this pin on the map and then eventually it kind of just starts to expand out and expand out and expand out until you sort of acquire more you know more ability and more experience in it and actually i have a really beautiful example of how it grows and that's like in my um in my cleanse group i have people that take journeys and that tap into their own intuition and they do this um, majority of people do this regularly every fortnight they tap in they do a, a journey and they kind of you know see and feel or they just do whatever they can really but I've had people who have started and they've come out of a journey and they've gone, I haven't seen anything. Like I, I kind of felt like, you know, I had this message come through, but I didn't see anything or, and they, you know, would get really down on themselves. And then, you know, fast forward 
three to six months later after doing this consistently, they're like, oh my God, I saw this whole world. And then I went into this past life and I explored this past life. And I saw my auntie from, you know, you know, my, my last past life and like all of these intricate details flood in. And then some of them are like, you know, I can, I can hear things. I had someone come up to me and talk to me. Like I could, you know, audibly hear. Um, and other people are like, oh, wow. I can, all of a sudden I can feel around me now. Like I felt someone put their arms around me and it's just really beautiful to see how it unfolds for, you know, different people. And it's always comes down to, just surrendering what you think it should look like. And that is something that I have struggled with from day dot, right? I have always, I mean, Virgo vibes as fuck. I always think that things need to look a different way to be right or to be correct. And that's obviously one of my toxic Virgo traits, but being able to surrender and to just accept whatever wants to flow through to me in any given moment and not expecting more in that moment has been one of the most valuable lessons that I've learned on this journey of connecting in and receiving. I'm interested to know what yours has been. Oh, I love that. I think it's so beautiful that you've got so many just points of reference to, to share because you know, sharing just our stories and our journeys sometimes isn't enough. And I find that group situations where we can communicate with one another and share experiences as a group are so, so powerful. And I've seen that firsthand too. So I think it's really beautiful that, you know, you've got all these different people in, in your community that are like, I'm here or I'm there and you can all support one another to continue to expand. I think that's really, really beautiful. Um, and surrender for me too was really big, but also just for me, it was, kind of speaking it out loud and validating it for myself. Like when I was young and I would see spirit and a lot of the time it used to be my great grandmother who I would see that I don't actually have any memory of, but I have memory of her in spirit. And my mum and my dad used to say like, you you just, you're just imagining it or like, you know, they would kind of push it down because of their own fears. And so for me, part of my journey has been actually validating it to myself and speaking it out and getting it out of my own body because I feel, and especially, you know, I can have this whole entire world going on inside, but letting it out is very, very scary. And especially when it's been something that you've been told is weird or unusual or not everybody has or does. So for instance, it's like when I would have a prophetic dream or a prophetic vision about something that would happen. And then it did happen in that moment. I made myself say to somebody around me, I've seen this before. Like I've had a vision about this. It feels, and I'm literally getting goosebumps because there's specific times where I'm really remembering it happening. And it was so powerful to me because I don't know, there's something about having thoughts internally and then speaking it out that make it just feel safe. It makes it feel, I don't know, like being seen is definitely a wound that I'm healing. And so speaking it out is just creating that space of safety and and being vulnerable in that moment. So 
Yeah. I find that really interesting because for you, it's like surrender and releasing control. But for me, it's like bringing that control into some degree. And yeah, I find that really, really fascinating. We've never really talked about it in this particular way. It's funny. I find it fascinating, but also not at the same time because we are both opposite signs. So yeah. on, on, the, <laughs> yeah, on the Zodiac wheel, we're directly <laughs> opposite from one another. So it's like you, if anything, like you kind of need that little bit of control and stability to even you out. And then I'm like way off the deep end with it. I'm like, I need to release some of that to be able to, and it's kind of like, we're both having to either bring into control, release control and surrender to finally meet in this middle to actually open this portal of connection to be able to, move through into this way of receiving, which I find really interesting. And I also think that, um, one, it's just coming through now, one really important thing, well, not important, but I think it would be really beneficial would be to look at your energetics, to look at your chart, to really navigate what is the best way for you to receive, because a lot of that can actually show up through your birth chart and through the, the energy in your chart and the dynamic there between that. And a lot of the time it will tell you, you know, how you're destined to receive in this lifetime um, when it comes to tapping into your intuition and guidance and stuff like that. But um, aside from that, I think exactly what you said, I really resonate with having to move through a lot of what felt like blockages and fear to be able to receive as well um, being heard. I really resonate with what you said about being heard because that's so frightening <laughs> for me. I really, really, really resonate with what you said because I too have really struggled growing up with feeling heard or just accepting myself enough to be in a position to be heard. I just didn't want that for myself growing up for some reason. I just didn't feel like I deserved that or I didn't feel, you know, um, courageous enough to put myself in that position. So now kind of training myself to be okay with that and releasing and kind of healing that little wound has really helped me to sort of feel confident in receiving and confident enough to make myself vulnerable because it's really important to note as well that the, you know, we speak about the third eye and the crown chakra as being the be all and end all, like the connection to the cosmos, the connection to source. But really the anchor of that is our heart space. We can't open up if we're not anchored in our heart space, right? So you can have the most open third eye in the world, but you're not going to receive anything unless you're anchored in your heart and you feel safe and vulnerable, like, uh, you know, safe enough to be vulnerable and just drop in. It's funny because we're taught to just go up to receive, like open up and like raise your energy up and receive. But really for me, it's about dropping in and like settling into that heart space to feel safe enough to receive. Because if we're in that mode of, oh my God, what are people going to think? Oh my God, I'm too scared to be seen. I'm too scared to be heard. Like I don't trust myself. And also I think self-worth comes a lot into this too, because if we don't hold that self-worth, then we can't really drop fully into our heart space either because we're kind of resisting ourselves to some degree. 
So I do think that it's, it's so beneficial to kind of acknowledge that and understand that there's that connection between, you know, the, the third eye and the crown and that it is held by the heart. It's not, it doesn't end there. It, this needs to be okay. And it needs to feel safe to be able to receive. Yeah, 100%. I totally, totally agree with you. And I think how many people have told us, you know, like they're starting an online business and they actually find it easier to talk inside their business about their spiritual side rather than with their own friends and family and their fear of being, you know, judged or perceived a different way. And that you're so right when it comes to the heart space, we have to be so willing to love ourselves no matter judgment or outside opinion. We just have to be fully okay and accepting. And it is, it's it's an ever evolving journey. Like I remember, and I hope you don't mind me sharing this, but I remember when you connected with light language and then you were like, I really want to share it, but I just don't think I'm there yet. And you were doing it kind of inside little groups and then you started sharing it on social media and it is, you just have to gently like build that safety, build that trust within yourself and then allow yourself to take those steps. And it's this beautiful balance between staying within yourself enough to hold, hold the truth, hold the vision, hold the self-belief, and then also venturing out and taking those steps to be vulnerable and truthful and, you know, authentic with what you're going through. So yeah, I, I totally agree with what you said there. I love that. And what comes to mind when you say that as well is the fact that a lot of the time, um, if we're talking about external guidance, like guides and things like that, uh, a lot of the time, if they can see that we're not kind of anchored in this space and we're not feeling like confident in who we are, then they're not going to kind of put that weight on our shoulders of like, okay, well, here's some more guidance because they know firsthand, they know you. If they think that you can't handle that and that you think that if, if they think that you can't kind of take aligned action or you're not in a, in a position to really do what's in your highest good with that information they're giving you, then a lot of the time for your own good, they're just kind of going to just guide from afar and not really want to overwhelm you by coming in and trying to really co-create with you. I find that so many people um, who come to me who, you know, struggle with that connection and they're like, why can't I work with my guides? I'm like, well, you are, but are you like, you want them to open up to you but how far are you willing to open up to them? And one thing that comes to mind is um, a workshop that we did with someone who wasn't even teaching us uh, about intuition or anything. But one thing she did say was um, don't think about what you're going to get from this experience. What are you actually going to show up with? What are you going to bring to this experience? What are you brave enough and courageous enough to bring into this? Because that is going to really dictate the outcome and the, you know, the power that is going to come through and this co-creation in itself, what you're bringing into this, because it is a co-creation. Um, and that's just stuck with me. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that same person popped up in my mind as soon as you started speaking. So that's so cool. I love that. And that stuck with me too. And I really have brought that through 
everything that I do. And it's such a beautiful reminder. Like we, we are in a relationship with our guides and it is give or take. I mean, you think about that friend that you have that constantly asks your advice, but then never does anything. You get frustrated after a while. You're like, what? Like, I'm not going to tell you anything unless you're actually going to, you know, do something to help your own life. And it's a good way of putting it. Like your guys, they really do want to help you, but you also have to show them that you are going to follow through, that you're ready to make the changes that you want and that certain things come before and they're never going to put too much on your plate. I think if you are somebody who was like, you know what, I'm really struggling receiving guidance around a particular topic or, you know, trying to manifest this thing, or I want to change this thing in my life, but you're not really implementing the guidance that you received before that, there is a connection. And I think it's easy for us humans to place things in boxes and compartmentalize things and not see how anything has a direct correlation. But a lesson that your guides are trying to support you with in one area of your life actually does have an impact and an influence on maybe something that you want to change in another part of your life. So trusting that your guides can see more than you. I think we can be very egotistical as humans and you know, I'm calling myself out here too. Like your guides, they actually kind of know more than you. Like, I'm sorry to put that out there. I'm sorry to burst your little bubble, but they want to help you because they can see your potential. They can see how much, you know, you are here to learn and experience and enjoy. And so trusting them, putting that trust in themselves, in them can be really helpful. And I think that's actually something else that, um, that same person we're talking about said, she's like, do you think that your vision is better than God's? I'm like, Oh (laughs) no, it's actually so not like, (laughs) yeah. I mean, if you think about it, I know that we're going to, I'm just going to digress for a moment here as well. But if you think about it, it is such a co-creation and energy isn't separate, right? It's shared. So what we, what we receive and like, and you know, if we think about source energy and universal energy, God energy, whatever you want to call it, it's like, we, we all have a piece of that within us. Like everything on, you know, in this universe is exuding that. So like nothing is better than the other sort of thing. Like we are all, you know, divinely equal in that way when it comes to energy and stuff like that. But, um, Yeah. I just, I think that there's so much foundation work when it comes to just tapping in and receiving answers and guidance. And once you feel confident enough in doing that as well, I think that you can kind of get to the practical stuff and that like tangible, you know, those tangible practices, like tapping into your cards or, you know, using various tools to sort of bring through those answers, which, which I love. I feel like I've always had a really strong affinity with my cards. I've always been really connected to my cards. So that was one of my first ways that I felt like I really did begin to receive is, you know, being guided and, you know, calling in my guides and calling in spirit to help me and assist me in pulling cards, I think is one really, um, practical, effective thing that I first did to begin receiving. Um, and also journaling. Journaling has been one of the most, um, 
eye-opening things actually because I, you know, going back 10 years ago, I used to hate, I used to hate journaling. It wasn't my thing. I was like, oh, this is stupid. Um, but I just released that, as I was saying in the beginning, releasing that expectation of what was going to come from it and just almost free writing. Um, you'll be surprised what actually comes through when you put pen to paper and you just let that flow. I'm interested to, to know what you like to, like what, what's your go-to and, and where you started. Yeah. You know what? I, I totally agree with you there. For me, it's always been writing and it's always been setting an intention before writing calling in my guides to, to help me, you know, just get clear or see what's actually really going on internally. Um, but also books too, like using my intuition to call me towards different books or call me to open a page and see what the message is in there. That's been a really powerful way for me. I didn't really get into cards until maybe 20, 2017, 2018. Um, but before then, yeah, it was all, it was all through writing and words, which is another big focus for me in this life. So yeah, I think that's really interesting. And I want to just go back for a second because I agree with you. We are all connected to the same energy and we are all incredibly pure and divine. But I think that part of our experience here on earth is experiencing the whole spectrum of emotions and understanding challenge and understanding hardship and understanding how to love through challenges. And so when I was saying before, you know, you have to trust your guides and sometimes you don't know enough. That's really what I'm talking about. We can really limit ourselves as human beings. And so having a really strong connections with your guides can remind you of the fact that you are limitless. You are 100% pure divine source. But in this human experience, your mind can trick you into thinking that you're not. And so recognizing and having that direct connection with your guides can remind you of that fact. And so that's really what I was talking about before, because I have tricked myself many times over into thinking I am one small human being. My life doesn't matter. You know, I've really... I've dealt with all of that. And so I understand that sometimes you really have to venture into the depths of yourself, into that connection to understand that, oh, maybe my mind was playing a little bit of a trick on me. And that's why I think I love books. And that's why I love hearing other people speak, especially when they are a channel or like Rebecca Campbell, she's been incredible. She has so many beautiful Oracle decks in her books. And I always use them as a point to just, you know, direct connection with my guides, because you know, that, that when she was creating, she was really in a space of service and it feels really good too. So yeah, that's been that for me. But I mean, I want to know how you've come to trust yourself so much because you obviously have built a whole, <laughs> whole living, a whole business around this. You're also helping other people with this. There's obviously some level of trust that you have. I'm curious to see how you built that within yourself. I, this is going to sound probably really stupid, but also really simple at the same time. But 
I just kept doing it. <laughs> like, like, there's no, there's no other way to explain it. Like, I just, I just kept doing it over and over and over again until it became normal. And I, I it's kind of similar to, you know, when you, you know, when you move, so for example, if you move into a new house, right. And you get in that house and you're like, this is so weird. Like it doesn't feel like home. Like this is so weird. And you get in there and you like lay in your bed in this brand new room and you're like, this is so weird and new. Like, and then, you know, a year later, you're, you're like, this is home. This filled with all my stuff. I feel comfortable. And that's kind of how that's been for me. I don't get me wrong. Like imposter syndrome creeps up still. Um, all the time. It's, it's like this ongoing. And I don't think that anyone who works and that practices in this, in this spiritual community could say any different. I think that we all struggle with, you know, that trust to some degree, no matter how long you've been doing it, you have your days where you are, like you said, we're here to feel, you know, the whole spectrum of complexity when it comes to human emotion and, and the journey of, you know, our human experience. I think that some days you do feel like unworthy and that you, you don't trust yourself. And other days when you, you are feeling good, you're like, yes, I'm on top of this. I've got this. Um, but honestly just doing it all the time and putting myself out there and acknowledging that I'm no less worthy than anyone else in this community as well to be tapping in and to be providing that service and to be utilizing my abilities or, you know, I don't, I don't even like to say abilities and gifts. It's honestly just human <laughs> things that, that we learn to do. And I think, yeah, it's just the more you do it, the more you, you, it's like exercising a muscle, right? It gets stronger and stronger. So for me, really, I don't have anything elaborate or fancy or, you know, <laughs> to say about it, except I just kept doing it and tried to stick by myself and back myself. And I think the more as well, like I'm talking about obviously providing guidance for other people when I say this, but I think the more feedback you get, the more positive feedback you get, the more it kind of makes you really believe in yourself too, because you're like, well, I'm not an imposter. Like quite clearly I am not because I've just helped shape this person's experience in some way. And they're reaching out, expressing that. So I think that, yeah, just keep just to have the courage to keep diving in again and again has been the biggest thing for me. Yeah. I really love that because I feel like that's the whole just background of divinely human, right? You do have to action and move. And it's the whole part of being a human is, is movement and, and growing and evolving and just diving in. So yeah, I love that. And, and mine's very, very similar too. I think that getting feedback or just seeing your reflection in other people can be really beneficial. And again, just being aware of like confirmation versus validation. But when I first started my business and I started doing readings for people and the feedback I got, I was like, I couldn't see that for myself because I was so used to, 
you know, my own ways of receiving, I thought that everybody could do what I could do and everybody can. It's just at that point, the people that I was attracting in my life, they, they wanted to see my point of view. They wanted to experience the way that I connected with divine source, with their guides, the way that I kind of channeled things. And so having them reflect back to me, my truth was so powerful because you know, when, you know, you're so good at something or you just do something every single day. Like I, my daughter, she's just started like doing this thing. And I'm like, where did she get that from? And then I looked around and I was doing it and I was like, Oh, like I didn't even notice that I was doing that. She picked that up from me. And that's what it's like getting feedback from other people. So even if you don't want to have a business, even if you don't want to, you know, uh, exchange for what you're doing, I would really invite you to read for a friend to, you know, just look at their energy, to read their cards, to do something and just get their feedback and, and have that safe space to be able to open the conversation. I did this, I did a tarot class like in person last year And it was so powerful because all of the women, I got them to do a reading for each other and all of them, that was the first time that they were recognizing the fact that, oh shit, I can actually do this. It was here all along, but sometimes I just, you know, I overcomplicate things or I second guess myself and having that confirmation from somebody who who sees me in this moment is so just confirming and it really does build up that belief. So yeah, I, I totally agree with you there. That was a game changer at the beginning of my business. Mm, Yeah, definitely. And I think too, it's so beautiful to be able to share that. Um, because we bring through different energy, right? Like we, when we read, you know, you can read for yourself, but then when you read for others as well, like that you can bring through a perspective that maybe they might, may not have tapped in, too. And that's the beauty in sharing these abilities and these practices and women, especially, I mean, everyone, but women, especially used to do this all of the time. Back in the day, we used to get together and share this stuff and really give guidance and hold space for each other and share that. And I think that it's beautiful that we have the ability to tap back into that. And it's, it's not, um, we're not punished for it. <laughs> um, it's just, it's a, it's a relief. It's nice. Um, and I also just want to quickly go back and because I know that we're going to wrap up soon, but I just want to say as well that there's no wrong or right way to receive when it comes to receiving and tapping in and connecting with your guides. 90% of the time when I receive from my guides, it's in my own like thoughts. It's not like some, someone else's voice comes into my head. (laughs) Like, it's not like I hear this thundering male voice coming and go, you, no, (laughs) if that would have happened, I would probably shit my pants and never want to connect in again, because that would be so alarming. It would scare the hell out of me. And I think too, like, And, you know, that is why we receive a lot of the time through our own thoughts and, you know, throughout, we hear our own voice in our head. And I just want to say, like, don't dismiss that all of the time as nothing because, you know, 90% of the time 
it is your guides coming through. That's how they communicate. It's not always what you think it is. It always comes through very subtly and in a way that isn't going to scare the shit out of you. It's, it's coming through all of the time. A lot of your thoughts in, you know, in this, in their selves, like that is guidance coming through from your guides. You know how you're like walking down the street and then all of a sudden you'll have this random thought come in and you're like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I didn't think about that. You know, it might have something to do with something that you have to do or maybe doing something a different way or just like a little bit of guidance or just a random thought about someone else might pop into your head. Like that is your guides or your higher self coming through to sort of guide you or to bring something to your attention. So don't stop dismissing our thoughts. Like we have to stop doing that. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. And I used to have this question a lot, um, which was like, how do I know it's it's my guides. How do I know it's not just coming from myself? And I'm like, I understand at a particular point in your journey, you're really able to distinguish between the energies and you're able to really, you know, assign that particular way that you receive. But at the beginning, if it's coming through and you're acknowledging it and you're conscious of it, just trust it. Like, please do me a favor and just trust it because that whole process of strengthening that muscle of being aware that it's just guidance is so, so powerful. And just to go back also, when you were saying, you know, you receive it through your own thoughts, you know, another way it was funny. My mom, I've been on her ass about drinking more water. She is doesn't drink enough water. And it was like, she's driving me nuts. I feel like her mother. And I was saying to her, I was like, I'm going to tell your guides to make you drink more water. And she's like, yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever. And we pull over, I fuel up and I make her go in and there was a small bottle of water for like $8. And then there was a really big one for like $5. And she's like, the bigger one was on sale. So I bought the bigger one and I was like, isn't that your guide saying drink more water? Like it comes through in so many different ways. And just being aware and conscious and I almost want to say acknowledging of that guidance is really, really powerful and something that's helped so many of us in the beginning of our journey too. But yeah, I think it's really funny. And also sharing, like when you do receive something, just saying it out loud and just sharing your experiences with other people can make it feel more real because especially as we're moving into this age now, it seems more real and I'm doing like air quotes, whereas it used to be something that's kind of looked down or not real or kind of out of this world. So bringing it into the reality a little bit more can also just bring that safety up in you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. I love the water. <laughs> Trust that to happen, honestly. <laughs> In a way, like you really brought up a brilliant and really important point there is that we're so switched off to what's actually happening around us that a lot of the time we're actually not receiving the signs because we're not seeing them. Like we're just so switched off to what's happening and the fact that something could be a message for us that we're, we're, I guess we're kind of just like, so we have like both feet so far in that kind of like physical world all of the time because society kind of makes us that way, right? This day and age. So 
a lot of the time, like those messages are coming through constantly, constantly, and we miss them all of the time. So my advice with this is that it's really important that you really are aware that you like become very susceptible to picking up on the signs that are coming through to you. And sometimes you'll even see a pattern with how you are um, given those signs and things too. Like sometimes people will see like a certain animal all of the time, or they'll receive through seeing like a sign all of the time or something. Uh, one of my friends, she receives through songs. So a song will come on with a message, which is really cool. There's so many signs coming in. There's so many messages. Um, there's so many ways that our guides are trying to connect with us. So I think that to receive, we must open up and, you know, activate all of our senses and become really aware of what's happening around us. And also remember what we're asking for too. Cause a lot of the time I'll be like, Oh, I really need guidance with this. And then I just forget about it. Two, two, three days later, I receive a sign, but it just like, whew, straight, like, don't, don't even realize that that was my answer until it clicks. Like two days after that happens. And I'm like, Oh, holy fuck. That was the answer, <laughs> you know? So I think it's, it's really important to stay really clued on to how you receive and how you're being given these signals and these directions and this support, because a lot of the time we can miss it. Totally. And I think that's a really good way. If you feel like you are stuck in this cycle of constantly reaching out for other people for guidance, and you're not really getting any of those messages or guidance for yourself through your own channel and your own way of receiving, go through the five senses, go through all of the different ways of receiving, ask the same question and sit down and see if you feel anything. See if you hear anything, you know, try and focus on that. Something that I invite a lot of people to do is actually kind of shut down those senses and just pick one and focus on that. See if you do receive and then move on to the next, because if you are in a space where you're like, everybody is receiving through dreams and you're not feeling anything through dreams. Just watch that narrative that you tell yourself around, oh, well, if I'm not receiving through dreams and maybe I can't do this, maybe I'm, you know, I'm different or all of these different things we tell ourselves. So just giving yourself the opportunity to actually receive is, is my advice as well. Um, but yeah, I think, I think it is about storytelling and hearing other people and just recognizing that there's so many different ways to receive and allowing yourself to play and just be open with it and not put that pressure on yourself because you most definitely are receiving. Your guides want to help you. They want to answer all your questions. And if you just aren't receiving them in a particular way, ask ask in another way, ask them to deliver it in a particular way. That's something that's also helped me too. Yeah. And asking for more clarity. If you feel like you, you need more understanding of something and you may have already received guidance on it, but you're just a little bit unclear or asking for a different sign. Um, I always remind people that we need to ask <laughs> a lot of the time, like they're happy just to stay on the outer edges and just let us find our way. But we really do need to actively ask for what we really need in that moment. Um, which is actually a really good exercise to do anyway, when it comes to meeting our own needs and stuff like that. I think it's a really healthy thing to ask for what you need. So doing that is 
it's really beneficial and it helps. So yeah, I think, I think that, um, we kind of covered most of the foundational stuff when it comes to receiving. So I love that. <laughs> yeah, me too. I feel like we could, I mean, this is literally scratching the surface. We could talk yeah. about this for hours. I'm like, I know both of us like want to just keep going in, but I think this is a good place for people who maybe just want to reconnect to want to just, you know, get back into that flow of receiving guidance, or maybe you're even just starting and just opening up to this whole world. This is a great, great foundation to start with. And of course, if you want to share your stories, if you have any other bits, like please DM us. We're totally open to hear, hear from you. Um, we'd love to keep this conversation going. I think it's, it's important we share stories. So our inbox is always open on divinely human. Absolutely. We would absolutely love to hear from you guys. And also just letting us know, you know, in what ways you like to receive or what's worked for you, because we're all about collaborating with you guys. And if you have any value to add, we're more than happy to share that so that it can help others as well, because your experience is just as important and um, valid as ours that we're sharing. So please feel free to chime in and let us know. Um, This has been really fun really, really fun. And I can't wait for, you know, you guys to give us feedback. Um, you can find us on Spotify, Apple podcasts, anchor, and YouTube. Um, if you haven't already, we would absolutely love if you guys could leave a rating or a review on either Apple podcasts or Spotify or anchor, whatever, anything helps honestly. And we appreciate it so much. (laughs) We, we received our first voice message last week, as we said at the beginning of this, and we both squealed with <laughs> excitement because it was just so exciting for us. So yeah, we just want to just want to thank you guys for tuning in with us and just being a part of this. It honestly means the world. Um, you can also find us on Divinely Human Podcast on Instagram as well. So come join us, come get amongst all the fun and we cannot wait to see you again next week. (laughs) Bye guys. Bye.